three, two, one, we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the pilot episode of Grunts. This is for the Spotify Next Wave entry. Uh, I'm joined here by my good friend, Zach, and my good friend, Taylor. If you guys want to just uh, introduce yourselves, go right ahead. What's going on? I'm Zach. Um, I previously have worked in mental health hospitals as well as I'm currently working at an urgent care. Uh, mostly as a medical receptionist, but I do have a hand in mental health as well. And uh, I'm the random. <laughs> um, I don't really have any background in anything medical. Uh, I'm just kind of here to be like a sounding board, which I actually I think is uh, could be a lot of fun. I'm just uh, we're just gonna have a lot of fun with it. And I am your host, Ethan Fitzpatrick. I am uh, I work as an EMT. I've been an EMT for five years now. About I started as a cadet, and here I am post COVID nearly. Um, that's what we're talking about, right? I don't know yes. uh, how post COVID we actually are. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean <laughs> we're sitting here in November twenty twenty, uh, so the 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 spike is coming back. These cases are going up. <sighs> And, you know, where I'm working now, we're doing Let's testing, get so. right into it. Yes, so you're, you you do testing for COVID and stuff. Do, so yeah. give me a little sneak peek into your daily activities as a tester. Like. So the concept, we were doing uh, walk-ins, right? If you wanted a test, you come in, get a test. Convenient. But we started seeing around 200, 250 patients a day. Oh, my God. And when you look oh at God. it, prior to COVID, urgent care saw... 40 to 50, 50 being like during the height of flu season <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. in a day. Yeah. And so just quadrupling that number has led to a lot of systematic problems in just our day-to-day operations. Oh my God. So we were doing by appointment only and we've switched now to, uh, I'm sorry, we were doing walk-ins, but now we've switched to appointment only. It's lessened the craziness, but it still hasn't taken it away. Yeah. I mean, everybody... Yeah. We're leading up to Thanksgiving right now, so everyone wants to be tested, everyone wants to be safe, and I get that. I wholeheartedly get that. (laughs) Yeah, well, but at the same time that, you know, people are going to want to travel as well, and so that's going to cause even more problems. The thing also is that people come to get tested, and I've noticed a pattern, they come prior to their birthday yeah <laughs> they don't come back after their birthday oh so they come they get tested and they say i need to make sure i'm going out for my birthday yeah we're like sure you're clean you're good you don't have it and they're like bye so we know oh they're going out and they're celebrating but they're not coming back afterwards oh my god yeah. and this concept i actually for a while i was actually calling lab results right mm-hmm. and so super fun you call people you tell them they don't have it and they're like, thank you so much. I'm so worried. <laughs> this is a weight off. A of wave me. of gratitude. Exactly. And it's beautiful. You get that type of person, and then you get the type of person like, cool, thanks. Yeah, all right. Click. <laughs> where's, where's, where's the in-between there? There's, there's literally no in-between. <laughs> oh, my God. So you were telling me before, like, sometimes you get patients where they're like, uh, the, the fucking mother is, you know, she's got the COVID, but the kids don't. And like... Yeah, that has happened before. See... So we used to say we would only test one person in a car because if you're sharing a car with someone, yeah, yeah, odds are. the odds are you you have COVID. Like yeah, if you win with a positive person, odds are you have it. Mm. We've changed the policy so you can test as many people as you want in a car. This has led to some unforeseen consequences, such oh. as fans oh, of people driving up and saying, "There's eight of us. None of us have been to your place before. Can we all get tested?" Oh, jeez, yeah. taking advantage. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, uh, and so a lot of those cases happen where, like, the mother's in the front seat. She's driving. She tests, 
and she comes back positive. But her young kids, they may be in the backseat, maybe they're at school all day or something. Oh, my um, God. So they come back negative. That's freaky. And so it, it is this kind of weird dynamic where it's not necessarily passed on so easily. We have it also with husband and wives where it happens, where we called the one guy, we're like, you're positive. And he's like, you just called my wife and told her she's <laughs> negative. What's going on here? Well, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Sleep in a different room? I don't know what to tell you. Like... Don't be rocking the bed tonight. Like, With a reaction like that, maybe they're not already. That's exactly <laughs> right, so. I guess I was lucky enough to catch COVID very early on. Yeah. Like, I caught it probably back in, like, last November or mm-hmm. last, you know, last winter at some point. Uh-huh. Um, and I know my grandfather, he caught it, and he sleeps in the same fucking bed as my uh, grandmother. Uh-huh. And she never caught it. It's just, it's such, it's got to be, like... I don't know if it's genetic or what the... Yeah, that's... There's, see, we, there's just so much about COVID we don't know. Yeah. Like, the immunity, so-called immunity. Yeah, and th- there's... We don't know how long it lasts. There's new we studies there's, every day. There's, there's evidence that people have been reinfected at this point. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know. And in addition with that, there's a theory out there that depending on how long your exposure is to the initial contact your ability to actually be contagious may be diminished. Wow. So the concept is, if you have it, mm. you're very sick, you have all these symptoms, <laughs> I'm dying. Pass it, you, you pass it on to Ethan, he remains mainly asymptomatic. Mm. If I have contact with Ethan, I may catch it, but not be, a, you know, I'll remain asymptomatic as well. Wow. So really, the severity of the symptoms, it's from what I've read the, and the seen, the scale is show. just completely random in terms exactly. of, like, it's, it's a person-by-person basis. Wow, um, that's weird. Like for, yeah. for uh, the, the, the nursing homes that I work in are mm. insane. They it's it was like a it was like a war zone for a while. They had like the the areas sectioned off the orderlies where you know you'd walk in there they'd be in full gowns and masks and like oh. I know for me uh, our company you know we we didn't really get fit tested or anything. We just got M ninety five like dinky little Amazon masks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do what you can, I guess. <sighs> I mean, you know, you wear two masks and maybe a face shield and, like, a gown. So when everything started, the United States brought back a bunch of students from Italy. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. Oh, I didn't know about that. A lot of them got tested at my facility. They came and got tested there. (laughs) Okay. These were very sick people. They were this and that. But this was prior to even a mask mandate. Right. Right? Oh. So we go in there, and there's a young girl, and she's with her mother. The mother doesn't have a mask on. The girl doesn't have a mask on. Oh, come on. It wasn't, it wasn't prescribed at I that mean, point. We yeah, didn't tell okay. everybody to I do guess. it. They were sick. They were trying to find out. COVID was just sort of blowing up. We did have the test. We did this. Mm-hmm. I remember speaking to the attending physician, and she loaded up with PPE. Yeah. Face mask, regular <laughs> mask, the, the shield. She put on like six pairs of gloves, had the, the scrubs and her, her sleeves pulled down and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. She's, going, she's like going Rambo on this. And she walks into the room, and she walks out and goes... That girl has COVID. I just got COVID. And just like... Oh, no. <laughs> That's how sure she was. She walked out. She's like, yeah, I just got COVID from that. Oh, my god. I gosh. was transporting... I, I get tested, like, every week. Right. right so yeah. I know, like, you know, I got the, the, the swab up the nose sure. and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm transporting these patients that haven't been tested for... They, the way that these nursing homes are set up, it's that they only do testing mm-hmm. when somebody has COVID. Right. Yeah, it's so kind of, like, counterintuitive. Then, yeah. Because it's, like, it's like testing for something that... Yeah, we already know you have it. It's mm-hmm. it's like a response towards it already being present rather than right. trying to prevent it from being. So what's the purpose of that though? <sighs> I 
I don't like to, to notify doctors really. Like do you know, do you know yes, the, yeah. the type of test you do by any chance? Um, is it a rapid test? How soon do you have the results? It's usually in like three to four days. That's right. Days. That's yeah. so that uh, that's not actually rapid. Really? No. Rapid generally comes like in. You can have it by the end of the day or within twenty four hours. Holy crap! Is that Which, new? I'd imagine. So there's two types of tests out there yeah, right yeah. now. There's an antigen test and there's right. a molecular test. Right. I don't want to get into the science of it. <laughs> you don't have to. The I know molecular I... tends to be more uh-huh. uh, accurate. Yeah. But it does take longer. Okay. Th- At I think least I the got tests that. They one. have right now take mm-hmm. longer. Okay. So we use the nasal PCR swab. Yeah. Right. It's right. a molecular test. That's the one that I. Yeah. You have to go and the number one question I get is, does it hurt? Does it hurt? Does it? I'm like teeny bit. We have to stick it. And the other it's question, like bad, they're like, does it go all the way up the nose? <laughs> I, and I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I look at them and I'm like, how far yeah, is all the way up? That's like, exactly. Is, does it go to your brain? Well, I know no. because there were certain companies. Uh, they were like do-it-yourself uh, tests. Yeah. You could go in a drive-through, <laughs> and they just give you a like pretty much a Q-tip, and you just sort of swish it around in your nose and give it back to them. But, like, that seems so a weird. vast majority of them came back as inconclusive because yeah. there wasn't an accurate uh, enough specimen. Yeah, because people don't want to stick this right. thing all the way up their nose and get where it actually has and to so, be. And so, you know, I get tested frequently as well. Yeah. And so when these patients ask me this, it's this concept of, it's not comfortable. Like, I'm not, <laughs> no, like, not going to tell you that it hurts because it doesn't necessarily hurt. It kind of like, stings a teeny it's, bit. You're but going to bad. tear up a little bit because yeah. stuff's not supposed to be helping. No. You know that. No, right? it's not. And if it is, Ask, yeah, I mean, working the MT route, I'm sure you've seen some yeah, things. Yeah. People, you stick it up there, you get a little pixie dust, a little bit of... insufflating. <laughs> oh, no. What? People That's love it. insufflating uh, all sorts of drugs. But the stuff's not really supposed to be up there. You oh know, you have God. a cavity there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get a lot of questions about if it hurts, you know, how soon the results are going to be, stuff like that. If we have a rapid test, yeah. is uh, the number one question. And people like to argue with me on when I say, no, we don't have the rapid test. <laughs> well, why not? It's like, how, why don't how you, do you know? know? Yeah. <laughs> and the one patient that called in and she was just like, do you have the rapid test? Said no, it tends to be less accurate. This and that, and she goes, "No, that's that's false." I know, <laughs> lady. We do this all I, the time. That's fun arguing with the medical professionals. Oh, that yeah, seems fun. So, yeah, yeah. But it's 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 astounding, you know, yeah. the business that that we're in, and especially the people that. So we test regardless of symptoms, right? Right. You yeah. can be asymptomatic and right. test. That's the best time to test, I feel. So if you're testing just because you need it for, uh, 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 you know, proving you don't have it for a procedure or for yeah. a flight or something like that, you're assuming you don't have it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get a test, we have to work under the assumption you may have it. Mm-hmm. And so we get people that walk in the front door, walk right up to the counter, and pull their mask down or start breathing over you like, what? I'm here for a test. Perfect. Thanks for the infection. So, you need to go outside. And I know we've him. just hit a new milestone as well with the uh, the COVID cases. Oh, we God. have just passed around two hundred and fifty thousand deaths yeah. since the beginning oh, of quarter of a million. The, uh, about a quarter of a million. That's Jesus Christ. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a lot of bodies. You know, I mean, people originally were talking about how, like... It's like the flu. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's not as bad. The yeah. flu, I'm, I'm looking at the statistics right here, the flu only takes, you know, it kills maybe 61,000 per year. Which right, is, but that, that's the scary thing, though, is that, the, you know, obviously COVID's substantially worse. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we're already in, we're already in the, tri- beyond triple digits, we're already, like, going into <laughs> 200,000. It but, hasn't even been a full year yet. But like, the thing is, if this thi- yeah. yeah, if this is anything like the flu at all, and it does actually find its way back, if it's if it's a recurring oh illness God. like the flu, because the flu kills. It, I mean, 
Speaking so. historically, the flu has obviously killed so many more people. Yeah. But that's kind of like the worst that we have right now. But like the prevalence of this, like the the, the disease, you know, the disease of COVID is. Yeah. If it comes back, so I mean, much more. That's that's so much scarier. And honestly, I don't think people are thinking about that. I mean, it's it's not really something I want to think <laughs> about. I'll be honest. I think it's difficult for people to rationalize because yeah. they just see themselves losing their holiday. They see themselves <laughs> losing honestly? their holiday. They see themselves losing their liberty, if yeah. you can call it that. Yeah, I mean, but they're 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 not personally affected, or they haven't been affected enough to yeah. care, and that's where the difficulty lies. It's trying to convince these people, wear the damn mask. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm not gonna that, be honest. I get that 100. percent Sorry. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. So, for me specifically, like I've I've already caught it once or twice. I don't know how this herd immunity is going to actually work if it's if it happens if it happens yeah. if the disease mutates or anything mm-hmm. i wear my masks when i go out you know when i hang with you guys we hang out like yeah i every... mean we we keep safe we try our yeah. best to keep safe and you know um, what i mean we get our tests every week we tell you it's just about trying to minimize the like damage you're doing to your community right but, um, exactly I think there's also especially with the news recently about the pfizer vaccine and there's right. another company yeah. that put oh out these God. vaccines and it's hard enough to get people to get a flu shot every year. <laughs> There's people that say, oh, it's just the God. medical industry trying to profit. That's last year's. What are we going to do about that? And so yeah. the difficulty in saying, one, this was done in under a year. Medical miracle right, for right. sure. The novel disease, and we had a vaccine by the end of the year? <laughs> Absolutely. We can well, get into that in a second. Well, I just hang on. I, I'm sorry. I need to say this. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of funny you should bring that up because um, – I really don't know if I should tell the story or not, but I, I probably should. Um, so, one of my cousins is an anti-vaxxer. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I know. It's We, we all have in-laws. All right. we yeah, will... it's true. We all have in-laws. Yeah. Um, so, basically, you know, she she uh, she has a daughter, and um, it was her birthday not too long ago, about, I think, last week. Mm. And... They all had they, they had a bunch of the like the uh, her friends over the house. They were all outside. They were all wearing masks, and it was just a really nice event. Um, you know, all the parents were there to supervise, and it, it it turned out pretty well. The problem is is that one of the husbands that was there watching over watching over um, his kid recently went in for a rapid test, mm-hmm. and then immediately after leaving the party was tested. Positive. Oh, oh my god! You know what? You, it's it's it's. See, I have. It's freaky, but honestly, why would you go in? Why would you go with them to this party if you tested? <laughs> so, and then well, I'm sorry. I, I just I, let me just finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, so you know, obviously, you know, um, my aunt she's freaking out. My cousin here she's freaking out, um, and she's making sure that um, you know she she sends um, her daughter over to. Um, to other family members' house while she works, um, to you know for babysitting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now she has to sit in a room basically alone with the mask on yeah. because they don't want to infect them. <laughs> right. But she refuses to get tested, mm. and she's still going into work. So kind of like <laughs> I, I I had something very similar like that happen to me with my um, family yeah? because um you know like building off of like you know we need to keep each other safe there's mm. certain precautions we have to it's take that pragmatism yeah yeah <laughs> but there's also like like giving up certain like points of your life like mm. substantial landmarks like my two siblings my uh right my younger sister just graduated high school mm-hmm. she missed her prom she missed her graduation walk she missed 
so much stuff. So what? A I bunch of her. I can't even match up her sets. I mean, I personally like. I fucking. Wait, but you have to <laughs> also think. There's 250,000 people that have died. That yeah. Have yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, that wait, wait. That ever again. Despite that, that's the there's, point I'm making. There's, there's yes. like, so, if, if I may, yeah, I'll give up this Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. and this Christmas if it means that other people can have the rest just, of theirs. Just have a Zoom Thanksgiving. It'll that's, be less awkward anyway. So, like. anyways, working off of that though, I remember there's this specific result that I called, mm-hmm. and she got tested. Her whole family, this and that, and I call her up. And in the background of the phone call is this really loud bachata music. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. ma'am, I, can you can you move away for a minute? Like, I, I need, I'm trying to, can I, you know, and she moves away. She goes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm at my, my, my niece's quinceanera. And I go, ma'am, you're Whoa. positive for COVID. And she Get goes, Get out of there. Oh. And you oh can my. see her you, on the phone. I can't see her face, but I can tell she did one of these. <laughs> one of those, like, you, just, you heard it. Like, who are you gonna tell about this? You know, she did one of those. Where I'm no. like, are you fucking me? I'm like, you're at your niece's kids' dinner. You just came back positive. And your first reaction is, I have to hide this. I have to. I can't let my oh, family know. No. About it. And those are the kinds of people we're dealing with. Lord. And it's like that's insane. That's why, honestly, working in this industry. Sometimes you lose a little bit of respect for people. <laughs> because you come in and you want to have the best intentions and the best vision of people. And someone comes in and says, I need help with this. And you're like, sure, I want to help you. And then you call them and they're out of Quintanilla and you're infecting people. <laughs> it's a bad mix. I've wow. said this once to you guys before, but I'll say it again a hundred times. I'm like, I, I'm, a dumb, I'm, I'm a dummy, right? But <laughs> there are other people out there that are a lot dumber than me. Listen, we're living in a time period right now where common oh, sense is man. a superpower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, if you have it, congratulations, <laughs> Superman and you are the same. Uh, which is kind of... I'm not going to get into the, 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 the specifics of that, but, you know, just... Wear your mask. Don't be a Karen. You know, oh like don't go into these stores and complain that you can't breathe and shit like that. It's, 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 it's minimal. It is temporary. The mask. I'm saying you could go home and take it off, but when you're out in public, please just make sure that you're, you're keeping everybody safe. It's it, again, it's that pragmatism. Yeah, it's, I got patients that refuse to wear masks, and it's just that's like, like upsetting. It is, and you know we deal with it, but like it's mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Moving on. Yes. Um, where do you think we go next with all this stuff? Like, what? What? Uh, how does our society recover? We got like. Well, in terms of where we go, I mean, yeah. Mars obviously, <laughs> because Earth is doomed. No. <laughs> Hopefully, Elon Musk can get us there. Someday. Oh God, yes, Elon, take me, baby. Honestly, it's very difficult to imagine a future for for just us as people. <laughs> because if you look at the way people in. 1900s. There's drawings. You can look them up. Anybody, feel free to look them up. <laughs> oh, no. If you look at drawings... We're talking of, 1900s. People said, what do you think life would be like in the year 2000? Oh, yeah. They're drawing flying, <laughs> flying cars. cars there's and, like, a, teleporters. There's, there's this, uh, one picture where the uh, the fire department has a hose, but they have butterfly wings on, and they're flying <laughs> yeah, up to yeah, the window yeah. and spraying yeah. it down. People have rocket-powered skates. Well, and so they kind of get some of it. They get a little bit of yeah. it. Well, I mean, we in do the have. We, do things. we kind of have hover packs. They just use water to sure. shoot down. The and that's way. why they kind of get it, but it's very difficult for us to imagine the future, just philosophically as humans. Mm-hmm. And so I do think things are going to fundamentally change. I think the days yeah. of sharing drinks and sort of just 
willingly being in each other's space and breathing each other's air with a stranger, yeah, shaking hands, yeah. thing of the Whatever. past. Yeah. People, yeah. I, I personally, oh my god, like, I went to. Uh, I saw the elbow touch now. Yeah. 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 Oh, I went to the comedy club yesterday. I, I was raised in a very like you know Italian Irish family. You sure. fuck, you shake somebody ah, else's yeah. hand. You shake somebody else's hand. You know, you don't death grip it, but you shake it. Mm-hmm. And I went to go shake, and they're like, "We don't do that anymore." I'm like, "Oh, mother." Honestly, and, and you know, I, I was, you know, I'm also raised in a very Italian, a very Italian family, and I mean, we share each other's food all the time. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, just, that's it's well, kind of a always, bummer, but I think you're right. It's always funny to me going into meetings, business meetings, or like job interviews or something, and someone goes up and they, they're like, you could tell they want to shake a hand, so they're yeah. their shoulder, <laughs> their shoulder, their shoulder, shoulder it just twitches twitchy. just a tinge, and like their the, their elbow doesn't move so much, but their uh, shoulder and their hand moves because you see them almost like getting ready to go shake, but then they realize they're like, and. It's so it's funny that reflex. when both people do it at the same time. They go, "Oh no, we can't do that." <laughs> no, stop! And they pull control back. Control yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, another thing. I mean, you know, you also know the Star Wars plan as well to put the barrier around the the Earth. So, <laughs> you know, they had a little bit. Of, they had some crazy ideas back then. Oh I mean, uh, man. Well, what do you uh, What do you guys think about this new vaccine coming out? I hope it works. <laughs> Um, I think that's uh, that is something I share with literally every human being on the planet. I think it's going to be difficult to get people to trust it. So fair. The fact that you have such yeah, a stunted definitely. window that it was produced in, like I said before, it's going to take a year. It's a modern yeah. miracle that you can have something you've never seen, this virus, and have a vaccine so quickly, especially mm-hmm. with the results it has shown. Well. Yeah. But so, they had a little bit of prior knowledge, though, with it, didn't they? Because it was the the vaccine that they're the developing. SARS. They Yeah, they built it off the SARS because the enzymes are very similar. Right. But the, whatever. still um, in the same respect, it is it is still amazing that it, it took under a year to do so. It really is. So, you're right, you're right, it is. What, this is, like, kind of different from everything else, like any other vaccine to come before this. This was, like, a global effort to what? develop this you know vaccine. it had to be yeah, yeah, yeah. It had humanity be. kind of inf- <laughs> it's like it's either this or we go to death stranding like i mean like, there's really no in between here we yeah. have something had to be done fast some people are still preparing for that too. true They're you're like, right yeah this is going so, down yeah, let's yeah. get rid of they're building their thing. bunkers in the uh, mojave desert everybody has that uncle he's definitely doomsday prepped <laughs> just reach out to him make sure you just tell him you love him oh my God. <laughs> just be like hey uncle johnny how you been? There's this. Uh, How are you surviving? There's this guy, uh, David. <laughs> he's got a bunker. You know he's got a bunker. <laughs> he definitely does. He's yes. He's uh he's ready for. One of my friends, David. He's uh he's an EMT I work with. He he's like the the prepper that I know. You know he's guy. He's like oh yeah man I got my dragon off mounted on my wall. Shit. Wow. Yeah, that's um. Oh man. What kind of, what is he preparing for? Is he is he is he preparing for a nuclear winter? What? I, I mean, he's gonna he's fight a, for clean water. At some point. <laughs> yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He was a paratrooper, so I mean. Oh, he's, okay. He's wow. like the the fucking. I mean, I guess that explains why he has a dragon off. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, he thought. Yeah, man. Anyway, but uh, I got Yeah. Wow, that's kind of wild. <laughs> but um, about this. Getting people to trust the vaccine is gonna be the difficult part. Is yeah. going to be honestly the marketing I mean, campaign because. You have certain... It's a worldwide effort, mm-hmm. but trust in institutions right now is down. So the problem with that is that there's still flat earthers. Mm-hmm. There's still anti-vaxxers. There's still conspiracy theorists that are... you know, There's people who think that COVID-19 was caused by 5G internet. Oh, my like God. There's... there's there, it's it's unbelievable. To me. I remember they, seeing they, like people were yeah. making studies saying, "Oh yeah, you know, if you're exposed to 5G, your immune system is lowered, therefore right. you catch COVID." I'm right. Like, oh, that's well, a leap. Well, even before that, even that, even then, 
there's even more that they, they draw off of because the whole reason that they, they can even make this outlandish comparison is that COVID-19 started very recently or very uh, very soon after 5G was being tested mm. in Wuhan, China. Mm. So they they just they draw off of this parallel that oh they were testing this new type of internet and then a global outbreak happened. No, it was bat soup. Like, <laughs> like every time somebody eats one of these goddamn bats, why would you eat a bat in the first place? I mean, granted, I, I guess you do what you gotta do. China's got a lot of people, but like, my god, outdoor markets have been on the list for like being shut down yeah. for so long, and they're like, Peter's angry. We'll do that later. We'll do yeah. that later. And then a global <laughs> pandemic goes. Maybe we should end that now. Maybe we should stop the the bat yeah. soup. Like, maybe it's time. <laughs> I guess all it took was a global pandemic. Yeah, Whatever, exactly. that's fine. That's such a normalized uh, word now. But, um, Zach, like you were saying, like gaining the trust of people. I know a lot of EMTs in the company that I work with. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not getting it. Yeah. I'm like, really? You're, you, you, did you see, the, you know, Coffee McCofferson? We just took Coffee McCofferson. I don't know. It's more of, it's more of uh, how, about, how about you give it to my neighbor? We'll see how he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, no. Good strategy there, Bill. Good yeah. job. They're, they're talking about like, oh, if you take it, the Russians are going to get into yeah, it. They're going to put micro chips in your body. Oh, like, these people have, I, I see, they, they come in with tinfoil hats. That's interesting. Very hard. <laughs> I, I don't see. Bill like, Gates developed it. There's going to be little yeah. little nanobots in there. <laughs> the Decepticons are coming for us. Oh, sh- It's finally time. It's finally time for the the war for, for what was it, Megatron or yeah. whatever. whatever I'll be the first in line for that vaccine. Yeah? Yeah. Well, well, same here. Here, here. Hopefully, they do enough. To, they say, so like, right now, they have it slated for the end, like the beginning of 2021, sure. supposedly, for... Um, Rapid release. For rapid release in, like, extreme cases where sure. people are getting... Or wide, wide set release. Wide set. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they want to hold it for... So they've, they've already given it to people. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are showing upwards of, like, 95% right. uh, reduction That's of... huge. That is pretty huge. Supposedly. But right. yeah, there's yeah. so many different studies out there right now. That's the problem. But mm-hmm. anyway... Um, they they want to keep these people in the lab for the next couple of weeks to make sure you know they don't grow a third arm or something. <laughs> oh, God forbid! That's, yeah, God forbid they get a little more flexibility. Long term effects. It takes a long yeah, time like, to well, build a long term. Who knows what's going to happen in five years? Yeah. yeah like, and I mean, in all honesty, what would you rather have? Some possibly minor effect from this from the vaccine that might save your life, or you know, permanently damaged lungs for the rest of your life. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's a pretty serious thing right there. No, it's uh, oh my god. Take what take the good with the bad, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I remember I used to do uh, fire calls and like uh, we had a uh, hazmat scene where we had like a factory burn down and that was like a big thing. We're like, ah, you know, you, you may develop cancer in like 20 years, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> like, well. Okay, awesome. Maybe this could also be like one of those things, like any product sold in California it has to come with a cancer warning. <laughs> right. You buy lettuce in in California, it has a cancer warning. Everything like, gives you cancer now, right? Apparently, yeah. yeah that's what I've heard. I mean, you know, and yeah, drink enough whiskey and you know, drink enough whiskey. Delivery. That's something you actually yes. don't see in the pictures from 1900s. Is the amount of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I didn't know you were going to take it there. <laughs> oh, man. You, know, you don't see it. They, they, well, uh, they try and stay optimistic. I will say fair. that yes. about the future. We're going to try and stay optimistic. I'm sure. I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping things go back to normal soon. Yeah, honestly, we, we got a lot of businesses opening back up. Mm-hmm. I like. I needed... There was a certain period where just I was 
going home, going back to work. Like I was working twenty four hour shifts. Yeah, I know I talked to you insane. guys a lot oh, about yeah. this. Yeah. I was complaining all the time, like, oh my god, I'm working well, thirty eight I worked thirty eight hours in a row sitting in a rig. Yeah. I mean there's one thing between there's this oh, complaining like, and then there's, you know, actual grievances. Like yeah. that's a that's a straight up problem. And to right to there. be fair, it wasn't like I was driving on the road thirty eight hours. Right. I was still. just uh, you know, there was a lot of downtime where you were sitting in the ambulance just waiting for calls. Yeah, but that's not exactly fun either. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so Ethan, how, how does it make you feel uh to be hailed as a hero, then. That's yeah, true. Hero. Yes. How far yes. does how far does that go for oh, you? Oh, please! First I responder. Could go, I could go on and Mr. on about this. Listen, man, they cut off our hazard pay after one month. Are yeah. you kidding I, me? I think they actually did that with it. Yeah. Everywhere. They cut off our hazard pay after one. I work under a giant banner every day that says "Heroes work here." And I yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Really? I mean, I feel like heroes wow. should get paid a little bit more. Heroes oh, should be teeny bit. respected uh, a little bit. Teeny, teeny bit. I, I complain yeah. about this. Well, you know, I, I I bitch about it all the time. Like I'm making fifteen bucks trying to, you know, working as an EMT. There's yeah. There's I own Depot workers that make more than me. I'm yeah, like, I work why am a I shit job. I work a shit job for a shit company. Yeah. And the fact that you and I make the same amount of money, <laughs> especially during these literally insane times, this, times, this chaotic yeah. period. This is like Mad Max land over here. The fact that that's happening right now is it's just. It's appalling. A lot of it has to do with just like how the EMS uh, hey, they, companies they, are set up in general. They uh, they buy us lunch every once in a while. <laughs> well, that's pretty so that's, cool. Hang on, that that makes guy. it all better. I, I remember seven dollar sandwiches are pretty. Yeah. That's pretty expensive. Hey, you guys want pizza today? We'll, we'll cover that. Whoa. You guys are heroes. <laughs> heroes deserve at least a little bit of free pizza. Nah, heroes They're deserve pizza. Yeah, they definitely do. Back yeah. in probably like May, you know, like tapering off like the, the craziness of COVID, but still, you know, very much there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was an ice cream truck outside of one of the, uh, the nursing homes. They're like, you guys want ice cream? I'm like, oh my God. You Thank you. I want ice cream. What are you crazy? Thank you, King. Have some ice cream. <laughs> yep. It's not at a pay bump, but you know, it's something. It'll yeah. cool you down for a bit. Oh man. <laughs> let's just uh let's just hope that there's gonna be a uh, a brighter future on the other side of all of this. Yeah. Here here. Here here. Get in here. Get in here, Zach. I can cheer to that. So, so yeah. speaking of brighter futures, you know, a lot of these businesses have been opening back up. I need to know when are you guys coming out with me to the comedy clubs again? Come <laughs> oh, on, man. Honestly. I have been up your guys' asses about coming so, with me. I am I am honestly pretty sure there's going to be another lockdown. Yeah. I hate to tell you. These businesses have opened up, and they can get some revenue in, but there's going to be... There's, there's more, more than likely going to be yeah. another lockdown with the amount yeah, of cases I going on even, with the situation we're in. I can't even imagine the amount of businesses and that are going to shut down. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of businesses across the United States that are not going to be able to open their doors again after they shut down this time. From a personal perspective, I mean, I, I agree with you because, like, I'm seeing a lot more COVID patients again. Like, they, I want to say maybe, like, two months ago, or maybe, like, a month ago, it, it died down a lot, which sure. was really good. Yeah. You know, we were, we were getting just standard, you know, mm-hmm. normal calls. I'm like, wow, you know, what the hell? Are we back to normal? You know, mm-hmm. then businesses started opening. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that was the problem, honestly. <laughs> well, because once the businesses started to open up, people started to think that, oh, things are back to normal. Then, you know, the virus is the, gone. The masks come phase off. Phase two? <laughs> May, more like phase no. We're good. Like, all, you no, know, this, this, that's not how that all works. This, this political bullshit didn't help at all either. You know, that's all these, true. All these round, oh, my God. Both sides. I don't want to be. No, wanna, no. It's, I don't want to take a side here. Let's be honest. Well, Guys. No, let's be honest here. It really was Both everybody. Sides. I mean, and the fact that the fact of the matter is, and the scariest thing is, 
you know, one of my, oh, one man. of my, um, I guess he's kind of like a family friend. Um, he lives in Washington, uh, Washington State. So like I'm, you know, on the other side of the U.S. And when the elections were starting, his you're making a lot of noise over there, bud. Yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna stick with one cube. I think you're probably good. You're, you're probably good with just one cube. Those are big cubes anyway. You guys want any other drinks? Or I'm good. Water? So he lives on the other side of the U.S. In, in Washington State, and his landlord around the time of the elections. When he was when uh, they were starting, landlord was coming through and saying, you know, during the election period, everyone sh- lock your doors, don't let anybody into your house, don't you know, stay off of the streets. They were expecting riots. Huh. That's insanity to me. I mean, you know, people will be. There's always you know there's always zealots on both sides. I mean, last year we had what the tiki torch whites and uh... I guess yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> we shouldn't that. be compared to when. Listen, I, I I'm just saying that the the, the well, no there, there was like the the actual like the the, idea? the Ku Klux Klan members with the right oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Well, the idea that uh, both sides do it is ridiculous. It's not I come hate on. To say, it is ridiculous. It, it, no, it's, because we it's have not one side <laughs> that's honest, holding. But... Thousands of people in the same stadium without having a mask mandate. Yeah. And then you have the other side that has a literal rally where everybody's in their Circles. own vehicle. Yeah. No, I remember there was like they the, have a drive-in. Do you remember the one? There's where, a difference uh, between packing people like yeah like, like sardines, sardines. Like sardines into a stadium maskless yeah. and let's all stay in our own cars and just honk. Do you remember the there's one responsibility that, um, and there's Irresponsible. Do you remember the one that Biden had where it was like literal circles set up yeah. and then people would sit in the circle and they were actually five feet apart? A lot yeah. of people gave him shit about that. And I thought like, wow, that's... That's smart. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, it looks funny, sure. So we, that's, that's where the concepts... Um, I know people are joking around about, oh, drive-ins are coming back, drive-ins are coming back. <laughs> that's, that's smart. honestly that's like, a concept uh, of how you can hold <laughs> a concert. How you what can hold yeah. an outdoor concert, True. how you can hold this and that. If you want to do it responsibly in this time of COVID... You can make it so that there's responsibility. Oh, you know, man. one of it's the, gonna be uh, like Woodstock too, but everyone's in their car. Yeah. Listen, as opposed, as opposed to energy boxing, let me tell you. <laughs> one of the comedians that I uh, I'm good friends with, he was doing a joke. He's like, oh yeah, you know, like every drive-in movie theater now is gonna be like a silent orgy. Everybody's gonna be right next to Yeah, I'm pretty sure the original drive-ins were like silent orgies. Yeah. Oh, oh, what do we? No, come on. No, they they were for they were for high school kids to get it in for the first time. That's all. That's, that's not an orgy. I'm that's pretty just, sure yeah. that's how Ethan was conceived, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Right? You might be right about that. I think, oh, I, you know, yeah. I think I actually saw that picture upstairs. Biggest joke of my life. My parents used to tell me, oh yeah, I met your mother at a ballerina place. You know, we were yeah. dancing together. We met at a fucking AA meeting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't know how you can tell a young kid that we met at an AA meeting and not have that follow up with so many questions to the point of being like, you know what? It was ballerina. We were dancing, all right? If you start out, I was like, what's AA? Well, there's this thing called alcohol, and that you go from there. Then, yeah. Anybody who's had a child knows. You got the bird and the bees you conversation. You try and take the most direct method. True. And then when they get old enough, you tell maybe them the truth. You tell them the truth. Exactly. So I don't know if you'd hold that to against it. Oh man, we uh, met we 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 met at a ballerina class. It's a lot easier than. Do you know what a dry orgy is? <laughs> a dry orgy. <laughs> Lord. Oh man. No, I, yeah, I I I honestly would look forward to going to a comedy club, 
Just, yeah. you know, I do think people That's need how we got on this topic. <laughs> right. I do think people need laughter right now. And oh my god. That yes. brings us to another point though, is that there's so much consumption of media and art going on. True. Honestly, Netflix is going crazy. Yeah, fucking and California the concept that that may not be able to continue it in the way we know it. Mm-hmm. And the, the no. whole methods are going to have to change. And this push that we've seen in the yeah. past few years of cutting, especially at the local level, cutting the arts and music in favor of football, <laughs> in favor of sports, in favor of this... Nobody could have saw a pandemic coming. Have you seen? However, the, uh, I guess yeah, you're not true. really going to be that's playing true. too much football. Have you seen the, the the baseball photos where like they animated in the crowds, mm-hmm. and then there's people running behind the crowd members, and they clip over the the actual. Oh yeah. my god, that's funny. Wait, no, I've they never got cardboard seen that. cutouts. They got oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you funny. No, I'll, I'll, no, I'll find it later. I'll find oh, okay, it later. Okay. But like, yeah. I, but one thing that you know, I'm sure a lot of these like you know entertainment uh, mediums are going kind of they're kind of struggling a little I mean sure. you know think about Broadway and stuff like mm-hmm. that they're trying their own thing I mean I know the Met has recently started to do um, online tours yeah basically well, um, yeah they're doing online tours um, what do you call it? the um, uh, well the Metropolitan Opera House mm-hmm. as well they started um, what do you call live stream yeah, they're doing live stream events, which is really yeah. smart. Honestly, I'm, I feel like a lot more people should be doing this. <laughs> Granted, you're not going to get the same energy from mm-hmm. like a, a concert if you if you're doing well, a live the physical stream. presence really gives you. But yeah. if you're if you're especially if you're willing to contri- contribute, if you're looking to support these arts and you know and music, that's definitely a way to go about it. Yeah, um, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. I do. Yeah, but like you know, you have a lot of these. Um, you know, they're they're trying their hardest to stay in business when you know these are these are not just like small I venues actually, or anything. They're like these are institutions. You I know? actually saw a while ago. Uh, you can rent out an AMC theater for like. A hundred bucks. <laughs> you can rent really? out oh, oh, just a room, oh, screen man. whatever movie you'd like that they have for like a hundred bucks. It may have been a little more than that. I think the deposit was a hundred. I think for total, you spend like two hundred bucks. You and like I, seven friends. I think I would. Or your family can go and do it. They may still have I mean, an idea. I think I would have rather. I think I would have rather Disney Disney do that than put uh, you know Mulan yeah. for thirty dollars for like a single watch on oh, Disney Plus. Man. Did you guys hear about the? Uh, the Charlie Brown, like the, the Halloween Christmas thing. No, what happened with so that? So the Charlie Brown Halloween special uh-huh. broadcasts every year right, yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah, of course. They didn't do that this year. No. Oh, because it's an Apple, Apple exclusive. has gained the uh, the rights over it. And so it's on Apple Plus. So oh, if you want to see wow. it, you can see it whenever you want. <laughs> that's scummy. Yeah, Apple Plus. Like, why would you want to watch it any time? It's, like, it's, it's a it's a it's I remember Halloween, growing, like, I remember growing up and thinking I needed to watch It's a Wonderful Life on TV. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because we didn't, you know, this was the time of VHSs, you know? We yeah, didn't yeah. have We didn't have Blu-ray. We didn't have streaming. We couldn't just look it up whenever. We couldn't, you know, oh, couldn't pirate it. And so... <laughs> oh, no. The concept was once a year... We don't use year, the P word here. We settle down, we make sure, and we watch It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. right around Christmas time. Yeah, of course. That was the concept. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's a- going away as well, because it can be monetized. I know. That's absurd. I, I, I mean, I get it, you know, more money, unga bunga. That, 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 that whole concept of like, this is that time of year, this is the event I can do it. I want to watch Rudolph, you know? You remember Claymation Rudolph? That, that shit was the Oh best. my god. You no, know, I actually, I saw, I saw a DVD of that literally like, 
what Monday this week? Yeah. Like speaking of claymation, like some of the, the the worst and best movies I've ever seen. Like the Rudolph one was amazing. I remember. Oh yeah, that. Coraline. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Coraline's like that was horrifying. As a honestly, that's like one of the scariest movies that <laughs> never <laughs> really intended to be that scary. Yeah. You know, like that movie is genuinely there's terrifying. The, there's the one scene with the father with like the button in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, let's not. Let's not. Pretty much. That's not. Oh, goosebumps. Growing up watching Goosebumps. Ah, classic. I had, I had a nightmare one time, and don't make fun of me for that. <laughs> I, I, no promises. I was very young, uh, and Men in Black had just come out. The first one? The first oh, one. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm not going to make fun of you, because I probably had the same nightmare. And I remember watching it, yeah. and that night, I was at my grandmother's house. I was in like, upstate New York. We were out on a farm. Yeah. And there's no night lights on a farm. They don't believe Yikes. in that. Like, you just, you're, you're there. You'll... Shut the light off, pitch black. Trees are moving around. There's animal noises coming out of everywhere. Wow. And I just watched Men in Black for the first time. So I'm like, at night, in my bed, <laughs> ready to die. I'm like, you, this is it. This is it for you, me. I'm not you coming literally, back. I'm not waking up. You literally could not have picked a worse place to watch That's that film for the first and time as a child. Oh, my God. And so it, it just, that stuff. In terms of scary childhood movies, that's, you know. No, I mean, I get went, it. And like, watching it as an adult, I'm like, What? Yeah, so what? The hey kid's man. face is peeling off. You know? Okay, listen. I've seen worse at the urgent care. <laughs> <I'm gonna be laughs> honest. Oh man. Okay, yeah, it's true. You guys have you guys have some crazy horror stories, I'm sure. I, but like, <laughs> when it comes to that movie, like, I don't even care about the guy's face peeling off. That's not even the shit that scared me. It was just his greasy ass fucking yeah. face with the with the flies all around it because he's basically oh, dead. God, right. That's yeah. fucking creepy, the man. It's coming out. And oh god. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like that's nasty as hell to me. I don't. I know. Like, get this one thing, but then there's like a decomposing body. That's a totally different thing. Once I started working EMS, fear out the window. <laughs> I got to see everything and yeah, you're anything. like, oh, this guy's yeah. head got smashed in just a regular Tuesday. You get, you, get, <laughs> oh, you get desensitized to the point where like you walk into a bank, and I know people our age that walk into a bank and they're like, they got anxiety, <laughs> social anxiety. I'm trying to open a bank. Certain jobs give you bank account. Yeah, certain jobs give you that experience where you walk into a bank, you're like, I've seen someone's ribs through his back. <laughs> I've seen someone's ribs through his back. I'm hey, good. Man. Let's go. Hey, man, so, I've watched Westworld. Me, too. <laughs> I know uh, I like to tell the story a lot because it was one that really, like, a call that just blew my mind away. And I'm going to try and keep the details as confidential as yes. possible. You know, HIPAA, HIPAA exists. <sighs> anyway, so <clears throat> back when I was in high school, when I first started uh, working as an EMT. Mm. Um, That's early to start as an EMT. Oh, yeah. I started at 17. I mean, I guess some people do that, but I started anyway. like 17 to 18 back in my high school years, mm-hmm. and I was working with like a uh, bunch of different people, like Marines, veterans, you know, just people who really knew their shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a call one night. It was when I was you know, fairly early on into my EMT career um, for MVA, mm-hmm. Motor Vehicle Accident. Yeah. And uh, I got on scene, and it was a Mack truck versus like a motorcycle. And well, you know, the, oh. the Mack truck won. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> obviously. Well, you, you're trying to tell me he didn't do some sick tricks over the. Over no, the he, Mack did, truck? he didn't pull a burnout paradise. Oh, <laughs> man. That, that was his first mistake. <laughs> so, anyway, um, uh, we get on scene, and, mm-hmm. you know, we get called for the, the Mack truck driver. And, you know, we, we patch him up. The, the other guys, he's gone. We're not even worrying about him. That's, you know, somebody else's job to clean him up. And uh, yeah. I went back to high school the next day. Oh, my God. And I was telling my friends about it. I'm like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe what just happened last night to me. And then one of my friends goes, oh, yeah, did you hear? Johnny died. And I'm like, oh, shit. Really? I'm like, what are you talking about? And it turns out, you know, I wasn't close friends with him. Sure. I, you know, I see him in passing in the hallways mm-hmm. and stuff. But I'm like, damn. 
Yikes. Yeah, that, that was Johnny. <laughs> yeah. That was Johnny uh, on the pavement there. Uh, oh, my John, God. Yeah, that was freaky. John Doe on the pavement. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's not a fun experience to have as a high schooler. Oh, man. Oh, but, uh, There's oh, yeah. also that, that, and I know a lot of medical professionals that fall into this, where they start feeling ill, or they start, especially now, they start feeling something, and they're like, oh, man. I got I got SARS, you know I got SARS. <laughs> crazy. Something crazy. It's like, no, it's oh not COVID. God. It's SARS. <laughs> is, is this HIV? Is this <laughs> HIV? It's like, what? And when I first was at the urgent care, it was like the first few weeks of working there. Um, I work with primarily women, you know, so I try and keep it. Sure. I got the worst stomach cramps ever. And it's getting late oh. into my shift. It's getting to be like almost 10 p.m. at night, and I got uh, such stomach pains, and I'm like. We lock up, everybody's walking in their cars, and I'm just sort of like limping over time. <laughs> oh, God. I get in my car, and I think to myself, Oh, man. All right. I'm going to try and pass gas. Because this is either a lot of gas in my stomach, or I'm going to have to buy new scrub pants. Oh, oh man. Here, way, here comes I'm, the, sh- here comes the short my, story. I'm on my way home, so it doesn't matter. If i got to get new pants, I'll just, you know, trek, squish it home and you know, <laughs> change once I get there. So I Twaddle sort of, your I'm, way in my, I'm in my driver's seat. I lean up a little bit, and I start. I start going gas so far, right? Just a little bit gas, a little bit gas. Start going, start going, and oh my god, it was all gas, but it, I felt evacuated. <laughs> oh. I was, the whole time I was thinking, like, it's I got a, some. It's like a balloon disease. deflating. Someone breathed into my face, and now I'm dying, and it just all comes out. <laughs> and I'm literally like holding on to the steering wheel, trying to prevent myself from like ejecting through the windshield. <laughs> force coming out of me. So you're and, preventing yourself from space oh, jamming. I'm, yeah, I'm making a face that's just like pushing hard. And I sit back down and I feel so relieved. And I look over to my right and there's three women standing by their car <laughs> looking at no! me. Going like this. And they're like, you good? You good? And I go, yeah. And so I, I put my thumb up. I told you guys about my first day back start, to the gym, right? And they start, of course. They start walking over to my car. And I go, oh, fuck. And as soon as they get, like, I'd say maybe, like, 10 yards from my car, the smell hits me. <laughs> and I go, oh, my God. It smelled like the full day just came out of me. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the hell to do. And they get up to my window, and I'm thinking, if I open this window, I can't come back to work tomorrow. There's no way they're going to smell this and think, like, yeah, this is cool. This is normal. So I tried playing it off. I tried playing it off. I opened my window down yeah. and I'm like would you look at this I made an accident trying to like wave it out but also be like oh silly me you know <laughs> and I roll it down and I'm like I did it I played it off no problem I roll down the passenger window the one girl reads her head and goes you, you good? oh no like, yeah I'm good and she realized uh, the telltale I, sign I that face she goes alright I'll see you tomorrow and just dips away oh no that whole drive home I had wished I shit my pants <laughs> See, that was your first mistake. Not only that you didn't shit your pants, because uh, you should have done that. But, but the real, the real easy way to get out of that situation is roll down one of the back windows. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I rolled down, I rolled down the, the wrong window. That's hey, what how's I it tried going? to do, but with my window. And it oh, didn't, didn't get oh but with out. your, yeah, but that's like. Uh, Some gyms were closed for, mm. you know, like a good eight months. I don't even know how long. Well, I mean, people catch like, they get like, you know. Going to septic shock from just touching shit at gym sometimes. So, you know, COVID nineteen, yeah, makes sense. Anyway, you know, first day back to the gym, it, mm-hmm. I was just getting off of like a twenty four hour, you know, a double shift. Mm-hmm. You know, we do twelve hour shifts for uh, EMS, and sure. um, 
I'm like, yeah, I, I need to get back to the gym. Like, God damn, I'm putting on like 50 pounds. I'm just sitting at home every day yeah. drinking. Everyone's got that COVID I mean, I wave. could. I'm, what am I going to do? Go outside and walk? What are you fucking doing? Go outside and walk. Yeah. Uh, some would say yes, but <laughs> so anyway, that's the you point. Know, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go straight to the gym off of my, uh, off of my work. I started, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm usually I'm a night shift worker, so I started at 6 p.m. I get off at 6 p.m. I'm like, I can make it to the gym for the last hour. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start running again. I had like three coffees that shift. I start running. I'm like, oh, oh god, boy. and I kind of limp my way to the bed. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you get uh, desensitized to that. You'd think working in this industry, you'd get desensitized to that too. You know? Oh, I mean, it's every day. Hey, yeah, man. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna shit your pants on the treadmill, just keep running. Because I mean, I mean like, like, whatever. Yeah, you can outrun the smell, I guess. I hate the harp <laughs> on a treadmill. What's wrong with you? <laughs> the stuff goes back, but you hey, stay man, where Zach, you are. Don't you ever look at the terminal in front of you? Oh. You're moving. That's the best part. All the evidence gets swept up with the tracks. You just that, or you get oh. slingshot. Oh. Whoever happens to be walking behind. True. You. Yeah, the hot girl walk walks behind you, here? and she got shit on slung on her shoes. Where did we get to sl- shit slinging from here? Welcome to Grunts. Welcome to Grunts, everybody. We're going to be talking about shit slinging today. That's right. That that might be the that might be the hot topic next week. We'll oh, see. Oh man, yeah. Oh god. So <laughs> you guys kill me. Um, We're trying. I, I mean, I'm not trying to kill you. The COVID will do that. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, especially with these nursing homes. I mean, they're, they're like, they're, oh my god. No, I, I don't, don't even. Yeah. There's like sixty. I don't even. Know what doing. I don't, I don't even like just the. New Jersey, uh, like the Wayne area of yeah. New Jersey, and they, they they got one nurse for like twenty people. Well, not only that, but they're also you know, the the, the anybody who has COVID nineteen, you know, any of these nobody these, wants to go in there, and they're just you know. But the the people with co the 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 elderly with COVID that you know they were in the nursing home are being put back in the nursing homes. Yep, that's not okay. They have so what they do actually um, is they have different floors. So let's say I'm going to X Y Z Street, and uh-huh. there's like I don't want to say the actual name of the hospital. Sure, sure. I, I don't. I got know. you. Don't I don't know. Me. I don't know how to jump around these HIPAA laws yet. But anyway, you, you say it's Bumfuck Nowhere Hospital. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I go to I go to <laughs> Bumfuck Nowhere Hospital, yeah, and, yeah. or you know, uh, nursing home. Right. And there's six floors. Okay. Wow. Floor number six <laughs> is patients who came in that have not had their COVID test back yet. Okay. Floor number five are patients that came in that have COVID tests. Okay. Floor number four through, like, one is just, like, normal patients. And, you know, they of course, they mix and match for, like, you know, logistical needs and stuff. That's interesting. I actually did not know that. So that's, that's kinda, some good information. And that's, right that's why I was saying before. It's, like, war zones because, you know, you, you, go, you get a call for those, like, four floors when these people are swirling the drain. Right. And... Um, you get in there and it's like sectioned off. You got like these tarps everywhere. Just like the the, the staff look eviscerated. They're, they're blown to shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone Every, everyone in the medical field is really overworked. I mean, I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so but, that's, that's uh, people, no, there's no exception there. People need to know about this stuff though, because it's it's a reality that uh, you know, like think of the average Joe, he's not thinking about this stuff. No. Well, and not like, only oh, that. I need to get to work, and you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's also just a lot of misinformation out there. I <laughs> mean, true. it's hard to find the it's correct, true. like the correct information anymore. You know, I mean, every single, 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get too into it, but, you know, every news media, like, every news medium is, they're all pushing their own agenda, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to get the hard facts anymore, you know? That's true. I mean, especially with all the, the, the stuff surrounding the vaccines, for example. Yeah. There's so many different reports coming out saying, oh, this drug's 95% effect, uh, you know, effective. And then mm -hmm. another report comes out, oh, it's not effective at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I, I don't even know if that's even opinion at that point or what because um, I mean it's hard to def it's hard it's, to debate hard facts it's going to be a waiting game at this point so yeah I, I think it's important people know what's going on but also because when you oh, go Lord. and see a doctor mm -hmm. or you go to an urgent care or you go to a hospital now and you talk to the doctor you very well may be his 100th patient for the day it's yeah. true yeah. Oh, you yeah. very well may be his 200th patient for the day and that is a hard line to walk. It is. That consistently being overworked. And that's why I do believe being hailed as a hero is accurate to a certain degree. Because uh, no, absolutely. the toll on mental health that this pandemic is taking oh for healthcare workers. I can't I mean, even imagine. We were it. talking about this before. A lot of EMTs normally turn to drugs and alcohol. Yeah. A lot of people mm. turn to it. And there's only so many ways to help, you know, cope healthfully. I know before COVID. Like the statistics were around forty percent of forty to fifty percent of EMTs were you know alcoholics. They they used wow. alcohol to try and no like through proven studies they said around forty to fifty percent of EMTs. I guess yeah, fall it's, on alcohol. They I, all have a lot of hard shit to deal with. I, I mean, mean, I was yeah. definitely one of them for a while. Of course, after COVID, yes, yeah, we know that very well. <laughs> well, so after COVID, I'd love to see what these rates are now because it's been like it's been insanity. I yeah. so another thing I'd like to touch on is the burnout rate. For uh, the EMTs around here, well, I've I mean, lost yeah. so many partners. Yeah. I went through probably like four to five partners where it's like, all right, this is your new partner, uh, James Jamison. You know, blah blah blah. James Jamison. <laughs> That's a fancy name. That's a porn name. Yeah. That is definitely a porn name. JJ, right there. Oh yeah, I'd watch JJ. Yeah, JJ, you know, JJ was yeah. my partner. So like, you know, I'd have JJ as my partner for like mm -hmm. four weeks, and then they were just gone. They quit, and then I'd have. You know, uh, there's, I don't want to say her name, but there's this one very sweet lady who I was working with for a while. I was working with her for like maybe two to three months. Yeah, and I remember she, you told me about this. Yes, think, yeah. and she had like a mental breakdown and then just Horrible. gone. Horrible. That was the it, long gone. hours yeah. coupled with the actual substance of the work, coupled with now a pandemic on top of that with it's, added protection and precaution. It's, it's honestly, honestly unsustainable in the long term it, absolutely and that's why there Very needs true. to be institutional support for health workers they in definitely. terms of counseling in terms yeah. of therapy in terms of if needed proper medication so they don't I have mean, to try and self-medicate let's be real here the like military barely gets any of that <laughs> you think the emts are gonna get yeah, that yeah right it's oh, unfortunate God. but it's true it honestly you were saying as well that isn't it kind of like it's kind of the prerogative to overwork these people yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's horrible. I, I don't know. There's there's no real right answer. Um, well, I mean, there is actually a real right answer. Just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, just get, the, get the help yeah, for them. Get the help I mean, that they need. But yeah. then, then it's like, it becomes a thing. We're like, oh, yeah, where are but, we going to get the money from? Where are we going to get you know, XYZ? Yeah, but Especially that's the argument with everything, though. With now, it's time. <sighs> yeah. Time's another True. thing. The time that they need to spend getting themselves mentally ready we have and a, prepared yeah. takes away from time that needs the job needs to be done. We have a shortage of EMTs right now, and it's yeah, not going to get it. it's not going to get any better. Um, because I haven't told you guys much about this yet, but I 
and my license as an EMT is going to be expiring come December. Oh, really? The problem is, is that the, the classes for recertification have been shut down for the better part of the year. Wait, how does that work now? I mean, there's never been a more of a need for EMTs, yeah. and now you can't become an EMT? <laughs> kind of. So you can't recertify. But they're... Okay, that's still well, weird. Well, okay, so, oh they, so they've just... They've probably reopened the classes for the past month or two, but Maybe. there's been, like, hundreds of people... That need to get recertified. That need to get recertified. I, I've been on these... You go... So what happens is you go on to njems.com, and you log mm-hmm. in using your... Certification number. <clears throat> and uh, after that, you know, it has like a list of classes that you can sign up for. Uh-huh. And then for a while, they were just empty because they were all canceled. But sure. now... You uh, can't find a spot. You can't find a spot. I've been looking. Because, uh, yeah, everyone's, uh, everyone's already filled. <laughs> everybody's already filled. Oh, and then, uh, like, they're like, oh, <laughs> if you go to private institutions, you know, it says that, you, you know, you can't get in. But if you actually go to their website, I go to their websites. They're booked, too. <laughs> Uh, wow thanks for the mislead (laughs) (laughs) so i it's just it's it's another that's like less i don't know what i'm gonna be doing come uh come next year i mean to be honest maybe it's for the best i like at at, at this point i hate being an emt yeah i mean i just after this year jesus christ hard to blame you (laughs) really talking about with the burnout rate yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly how many people how many partners you think thought that (laughs) yeah this isn't for me right now yeah, I. Oh man, I'm it's like a, being a cop right now. I'm too. A oh my god, don't I can't even, even imagine. One of my, you know, I, I keep talking about my family, and I probably shouldn't be doing this, but it's an extended family, guys. Um, so one of my, uh, one of my, my, another one of my cousins actually, she has a boyfriend. She's she's around my age. Um, she has a boyfriend who was going to the police academy wow. right before COVID hit, and what was happening right before COVID hit. Oh, don't even get me started about that stuff. All right, I'm going to put a blanket statement on this. Okay. This is a very hot topic, but I'm going to put a blanket statement <laughs> oh boy. All right. to try and save us some grief a little bit. <laughs> um, there's always going to be those people that, you know, the, the the small few that ruin it for, the, you know, the larger majority. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Um, that's not a hot... I, I thought you were going to, like, as was, like, an actual hot take. No, that's like, no, 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 that's just true. Yeah, okay, good, like, good, good, um, good, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think we're in a very difficult position as first responders right now, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of good, you know, police officers that I've worked with that have saved my ass specifically. There's a lot of assholes out there, too. There's, def- I mean, there's yeah. a lot of assholes out there, too, and I don't want to make this... It's hard. It's hard because everyone likes to generalize, you know? I mean, yeah, that's like that's, that's something that's a, that uh, it's, people do a lot. Zach, I'd like to get your point on this. You're, yeah. you're, hey, buddy. You're, difference you're, between a few bad apples and... A few bad apples, but the good apples protect the bad apples. That's true. That's what that you've is seen true. is the, frater- the the fraternization in if there is a bad cop, there's such a bond between fellow officers that even if they see something wrong going on, they don't they're tell. not going to step well, yeah. up. They're de-incentivized from bringing that information forward. Right, no, I know. I, so yeah. the whole concept of a few bad apples, sure... But then there's also yeah. But, but then there's also the system protecting those. them. Yeah. And if the system's gonna allow those people not only to stay on but to flourish, mm-hmm. that's where the systematic oppression comes in. Right. Right. But I'm not. I'm not trying to get into yeah. that. I mean, you're 100 percent right. It's and it's I mean, definitely yeah. a hot topic that has no right answer. But like, well, specifically, <laughs> an, an exact example of that is like, yeah. you, I don't. Not. I'm sure everybody knows about this, but like gold cards for police officers and stuff. Like that's yeah. A, yeah. That's, an, yeah, that's a yeah. hard, concrete example of like, hey. I fucked up. I'm, in, you know, I'm a first responder, or I'm a cop. Can you give me some leniency here? 
like I, not to say that I don't like it's just such a yeah the PBA cards yeah the PBA, yeah, yeah I got I mean, my gold card I got my PBA card we had uh, forbid, I used to like, I used to work at Starbucks a while ago and we had uh, there was a there was a girl there who uh, she was um, let's say very flirty with the cops and shows she got a lot of PBA cards she kinda, oh lord. I, I think know. that was I think that was her primary intention. I hope that was at least because mm. otherwise, uh oh. Um, but anyway, no. But so, I guess the point I was trying to make was, you know, he joined the police force in New York City. A very turbulent time. <sighs> very turbulent time. And you well, know what happened? I, uh, I used to. I mean, I, he he, s- he quit like a month later. I'm such a whacker. I I have like a uh, a scanner. You know, I used to I, I used to be a nine one one guy. I used to be on the front lines explosions you know car accidents everything i'd see yeah and then i kind of pulled back to work more like transport 911 business which is it's not the same like hey i'm getting shot at today or something crazy like that but it's it's you know i feel like you see a lot more grotesque stuff as a lot more as as opposed to a lot more action i that's why i'm talking more about this uh this covid stuff right come come covid that's when i signed up as a uh as a transport slash nine one one operator, uh, yeah, EMS service guy. So, um, but like you know, back in the day, it was uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, it was wild. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild for a while. But oh. uh, all right, man. It's actually, it's I can't believe it's been an hour already. Um, mm, closing points. Uh, <laughs> Whiskey. I love my whiskey, as you guys know. Oh my God! Honestly, you you and my brother should probably talk. Um, he is a whiskey nut. Pass the uh, Knob Creek, would oh, you please? Absolutely. Knob it's Creek, not actually. Me, please. It's, I love it's just shit. whiskey, everybody. It's yeah. not uh, what he said. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. He's uh, uh, he's absolutely become a complete whiskey snob. You know, he went to he went to um, Ireland um, last year. Came back basically Irish. Um, he likes to do that kind of thing. Really? So now he, you know, he wears the he wears the the cab driver hat. He grew his beard out oh, really well, big. Used, He's got this right. curly hair. Was... He's got an obsessed with whiskey. It's it's a uh, lot to deal with. It's that... fun, but when it's the only topic he wants to talk about. That was, that was me in high school. I used to have. Oh, no, I know. I, it was so bad because I was a heavy kid too. So I, I had the full <laughs> fucking neck beard. I had the the, 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 the the cab. You know, not that I'm. Exact. I was a lot heavier than I was now, at least. Okay. I had the cap on. I had the neck beard. I had, you know. Yeah. Oh God. I. I <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, one of those moments that you look back you look on back and just, on, you just like, kind of cringe a little bit. Like, it's like, oh God, what yeah, did I, I do? I was wearing clothes that was one size too short. It's like, God. <laughs> I'm like, why? Everybody has those moments in high school. I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, I was, I mean, I I did was basically not even human back then. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. No, I mean, it's it's just. Whiskey is a lot of fun, honestly. It's it's kind of weird. It's just the the process for making whiskey is just kind of insane to me. Like it's not really like anything complex, but just the range of flavors you can get from just you know every small little minute detail. It's just it's <laughs> wild. Okay, you can go anywhere with it, man. <laughs> I'm uh, just okay. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm the guy that's like everything tastes like shit, but I, you know, it's oh fun. no, 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 no. So you got to develop a taste. You got to develop <laughs> well, like yeah, a, it all tastes like see, crap, but see, it makes it's, me it's feel good. It's it's something that my this is something that my dad taught me a while ago. Oh, you know, man. if you're going to drink, only drink the expensive things because you know if you become addicted, well, you can't afford it. So like you're fine. 
Because you can't afford to just be an alcoholic then. Yep. You know? Alrighty, guys. It's been good. Any last closing remarks? Yes. Okay. So, this is a weird question, but I want everyone's input. Oh boy! All right, you've been building up about I this have. question. Yeah, I was talking about this all before oh all before the Taylor, podcast started. Taylor, am I gonna have to can the entire podcast? I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. You probably will. <laughs> no, no, it's really nothing crazy. It's just a dumb question that I feel like no one ever thinks about because my brain works differently than everybody oh else's apparently. Okay. So, if you drank soda, Coke and rum. No, no, just oh, just okay. just like like yeah, like just Coke or whatever. Like just if you drank soda. But your body could not process the carbonation properly. And your piss was carbonated. How do you think that would be? How do you think that would feel? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. Zach. This is, I don't know. <laughs> kidney stones. The first, the first, <laughs> kidney stones. The first instinct is it would sting. That would sting. I mean, it would have that to, right? It would sting. have to. The second is how it would fizz when it hit the <laughs> when the string went in male or female would there be uh, that you know you know when you crack a can and oh yeah sometimes you gotta <laughs> swirl your finger around to get the fuzz down like you get a little bit of extra sound there <laughs> it's like an ambient sound bring us to a point it would be marketable to sell pea stirring sticks wait I actually like this idea to cut Hang the on. foam in the bowl down so it's actually appropriate because if you try and flush carbonation that's just gonna flood out back at you. You gotta uh, cut that down before it hits. Oh my god! See, and this, these are things I didn't think about. Thank you. Thank well, you. Of course, it'd be a horrific nightmare scenario. Oh, absolutely. It would hurt coming out. Yes. There's yes. no undoubtedly. Absolutely. I don't know what has to be going on in your kidneys. Hey to, man. Or your renal system to allow carbonation <laughs> to actually come out of your urethra. See a doctor. I'm just saying it might feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, there was this case. <laughs> just maybe. I, mean, I don't know. Listen, everybody can be into whatever they want, but. <laughs> Keep the fizz away from the genitalia. Oh, I'm not about yeah, fizzy dicks, people. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I know there was this case a little while back about uh, a guy who could not actually process water properly. Oh, God. What the hell? So what would How happen... How do you live? Like, I, I don't know what the actual genetic no. like malfunction was. Yeah, like, that's but odd. Whenever he'd drink water, it'd be fermented in his stomach. Oh, and he'd get drunk. And he'd get drunk. I heard about this. Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> That man is a god. This so, man... Wait, no, hang no. on. Was his name Bacchus? No. <laughs> was he the god of wine and revelry? <laughs> My lord. This man must be... This man is a hero those, amongst those the, the AA community. Medical problems. Are yeah, always like, like the, the one in a billion. Yeah. The one oh. The one guy... And I, I, I personally feel terrible. He had... He just like orgasm. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Consistently throughout yeah. the day. And he was having such issues. He He's like on the ground crying and orgasming at the same time. And the comment section is horrific. Because they're all like, that'd be great. Why are you crying? Get over it's like, it. Because you have no idea and how it feels. Like a woman with the same problem. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry, sweetie. That's terrible. But for the guy, they're like, you should want that. It's that double help. standard. You got better. But the concept of like... Too much of a good thing, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, too much of a good thing is Especially definitely a bad thing. Especially when you can't thing. control it. I just, like, that's the first thing that came to mind with that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean you if know, you eat... Some people get all the luck with the beer. I don't know, he's it's probably true. miserable. He, you know, he get... I yeah, I can't even I'm imagine. Like, he can't operate a vehicle. You know, some yeah. people... <laughs> work. Some people, you know, they, they, you know, they have a lot of trouble just, you know, 
being sober I mean, because they, they don't want to feel. This person can't even feel because they're always right. drunk. Like, like I, holy right, shit! I'll have one of That's these. Freaky. I'll have one of these nights where I drink with you guys, and you know, I'll, I'll get pretty messed up. You know, I'll, I'll sleep it off, and then I woke up a little. I wake up a little hungover. This guy's waking. He's waking up. Hangover. He's hungover all the time. Oh, every oh, no. day. Every day is a new like. It's just all layer just of hell. It's just a new layer of hell. Oh god! Oh man, that's funny though. That's oh. I. I feel really bad for him, but honestly, tell it's, me, you know, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. You're probably not gonna listen to this, but if you are, just you know, hit 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 us up. You know, tell us tell us how that is. <laughs> yeah, give us some thoughts. Do you think carbonated pee would feel good? Yes. Or not? <laughs> Please let us know. Oh man, well, it's been good to have you guys here. If uh, anybody out there is listening, you can uh, meet me or see me at the Eastville Comedy Club. In New York City, in Brooklyn. This has been the first episode, the pilot of Grunts. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye!